This is Dental All-Stars, where we bring you the best in dentistry on marketing, management, and training. Here's your host, Alex Nottingham. Hi, everyone. I'm Alex Nottingham, founder of All-Star Dental Academy, and I have here Heather Nottingham, VP of Training. Hello. Uh, Hello, Heather. And we are talking about the nine essential elements of an extraordinary dental phone greeting. So Mm -hmm. the first step or things to kind of talk about before we get into the nine elements is why the greeting is so important, right? So one thing I'll add is you have to understand that you have seven seconds, according to the research, to make a great first impression. And so the first part of the phone is the greeting. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So it's it's incredibly important to get the greeting right. And this greeting is part of our great call process that we talk about. Okay. So the great call process is an acronym, right, Heather? G-R-E-A-T. Yeah. So what are the elements of the great call process before we get into the actual, some of these greeting tips? What are the elements of the great call process. Well, great stands for greeting, rapport, engage, ask for the appointment and take information and thank. So that's the, the five key elements. The five key elements. Mm-hmm. And so again, we start with greeting and it's very important that we go in order because sometimes a patient will call the office and will ask a question and we don't even greet them. We go right to answering their question. And we're missing out on that great first impression and the importance of the order of the great call process. Because if you don't follow the order, it's like a lock. You may have all the elements. If you don't follow the order, it's not going to work very well. Mm-hmm. And so from my perspective, I'm a big numbers guy. And I like to look at the numbers, especially for your dentist to kind of see. Because we see, oh, phone skills, no big deal. Just say, Hello, answer the phone. And, and it's, you know, phone skills is not very it's not a very important priority for medical institutions, including dental offices. And that's why we're in business to help change that. So it's important, and I want dentists to listen to this and team members too, because it will affect your paycheck. Because if we don't convert the phone call, ultimately, we don't build that relationship with the patient. Um, We don't have a practice. And the average practice is missing out on 87 opportunities per month. But let's just say we miss out on one per day. We didn't build enough rapport, which is part of our great call process. We didn't do a good greeting, which we're talking about today. You're missing out on one per day. And if you miss out on only one per day, that's 16 days in a working week, okay? And you multiply that by the American Dental Association, $642 for the average first year value of a patient. That's about $10,000 a month because we didn't answer the phone correctly. We didn't start with a great greeting. So those are the numbers aspects of it, the quantitative impact, and the percentage of that money goes to team members or team members are listening. So it's very important that we get excellent at phone skills and we're one of the best in the business doing that. That's thanks to you, Heather, who is also our phone skills instructor. Very, very comprehensive course. So besides the financial impact, what, what would you say like are some other important reasons that we have a um, that we, we invest in phone training and that we pay attention to the greeting. The greeting really sets the tone for the entire conversation. If you think of it like you're going to a performance and you're at the theater, 
and they come out and the first thing they do is they start singing really badly or they mess up their lines. It kind of sets the tone like for, you know, the caller to think, oh, well, you know, I don't know if they, this is the right practice for me. They, you know, they don't know what they're doing. They're disorganized. So I think it's really important to start off strong and confident and solid. And that can even just be with how you use your voice or, you know, sounding like you're smiling over the phone, being excited to talk to them. Those are all the things that are really important. So just kind of setting that, as you said, the first seven seconds really set the pace for the rest of the call and make that first impression. So sticking with that. Yeah, because so many dentists are focused on how do I, quote, close the deal? We're not big fans of the word close and, and selling dentistry or how do I overcome all these objections? Well, those are important to overcome objections. It's important in case acceptance and we teach that. But, you know, we sometimes skip the foundation. And a lot of people will say, team members and dentists, I know it already. Oh, this is easy. Do you? The best of the best will take the most minute, simple foundational skill and do it over and over and over again. It takes 10,000 hours to be a master at one skill, 10,000 hours. So I wanna know someone who spent 10,000 hours perfecting the greeting, not just saying it, perfecting it, the nuance, right? Mm -hmm. So that's very important. And okay, so you're talking about, we wanna get out of the gates and start really well. We want to be able to separate ourselves from the people. So my point being this, we're focused on the complexity of overcoming an objection where if we can get really good at the beginning, out the gates, where we stand apart, where we, we our greeting mm -hmm. is so such a great quality and well thought out that that sits with that person. If, even if they don't make an appointment with you, they go, oh my goodness, right. that place I call, what they left an impression, right? And you worked for Bloomingdale's, for those who don't know your story, Mm -hmm. uh, and all these great service organizations, and you've had a lot of practice with the greetings. W what was it? It was kind of funny though, because when you were at Bloomingdale's in the theory department, which this is probably mm -hmm. not a great example, right? This is an example you don't want to do. They're great for customer service. So what, what do they have you do on the phone call, which you didn't really like, but they had you had this long. Uh, you had to say the name, you know, thank you for calling Bloomingdale's Aventura theory department. This is Heather. How can I help you? So it was like, this whole long greeting. And by the time right. you got through it, they're like, who is this? Where did I call? <laughs> right. So you have to balance it. You don't want to be too much uh, or too little. Some people will say mm -hmm. dental office. Hello. It's like, okay, I need a little more than that. Right. All right. So let's get right down to the nine essential elements to answering the phone, the, the greeting tips. Mm -hmm. Let's begin the first tip here. So we're talking about the first tip. And, and when I mentioned these tips, this is a blog post that Heather wrote, and we will put a link to that as well so you can access that. So the first is to speak slowly and clearly. So tell me a little bit more about that and why that's important. I mean, it sounds obvious. You wanna have the person that you're talking with be able to hear you and understand you. Um, it seems like something really simple, but we listen to and evaluate a lot of calls, real calls between team members and patients. And the first thing that I hear, and of course I'm guilty of this too myself because I have a tendency to speak faster, especially when I'm more nervous. But when I listen to team members answering the phone, a lot of times 
it's very rushed. And I get that because I think what happens is we're busy in a dental practice. There's patients getting checked out. There's people coming up to the front, doctors asking for things from charts. And there's a lot of hustle and bustle going on. So when you're picking up the phone, it's kind of like one more thing I have to do. And so it's like, how can we get this done quickly? Thank you for calling. And it goes too fast. So we have to just be very conscious when we answer the phone. We say, give it two to three rings. So it doesn't sound like we're just hovering over the phone. But prepare yourself, take a breath, and then answer and slow it down so that the person on the other end can hear you and understand you because we don't know what they have going on. They could have a kid with them. They could have, you know, be in traffic. So we want to make sure that they can hear and understand us. So just slowly, clearly is really important. That makes sense. Totally. So the next step is we want to be happy, upbeat, and we want to smile. Because as you say, it comes across in your in your voice. So tell us a little bit about the second tip. Yeah, again, I mean, it's it's not what we're saying, but it's how we're saying it. That's something that we emphasize a lot in our course and the program is that we want to make sure that we sound warm and welcoming. Because a lot of times when you sound rushed, it also sounds unwelcoming and disinterested and busy you always want the person to feel like they called the right place. And so sometimes even just practicing when you say the greeting and have a smile on your face, it'll come across in your voice. You sound sweet and genuine and nice. And that's what a patient wants to, you know, have that experience when they come to the practice. So kind of for fun, can you give me some examples of what you hear is, is typical what you hear on the phone? Because you listen to hundreds and hundreds of calls every month. What do you, what do you see are some of the ways you don't want to do it? And maybe give us an example of, well, actually, you know what? Hold that tone before we get there because the third will help okay. us give us some verbiage. And then I want you to give me some right. examples of how you shouldn't say and how you should. So the third tip okay. is make sure everyone who answers the phone says the same thing, right? And yeah. So you give the verbiage, thank you for calling the office of XYZ. This is Heather, how may I assist you? So you, that was yeah. one example, because it makes mm -hmm. you more uni unified, organized, and it conveys your brand. So before you kind of tell about this, why is it important that we all say the same thing? It's important that we say the same thing because it makes everybody look consistent. And we know that when you see the best businesses, Nordstrom and Disney and American Express, and you know, all these Fortune 500 companies that we're looking to emulate, the Ritz-Carlton, they always have a very polished professional greeting. And that means we're saying the same thing. We all sound friendly, welcoming, and we all slow it down. We say our name. So that's one of the things that a lot of times people miss out on is the consistency in the practice. I can say personally, when coming to one of the dental practices that I worked for, if you ask three different people how they answered the phone, you would get three different answers. So one person was saying one doctor's name, one person was saying another doctor's name, um, another was saying the branded name, some people were saying the name but not saying their name. So it got very confusing. And there were a lot of times where patients would even say, what office is this? And they wouldn't know. And if they're confused, then that's not a good thing. 
That makes sense. And when you mention Rich Carlton, it reminds me of the research that shows that Rich Carlton will not allow anybody to answer the phone with, without 30 to 60 days of phone training. And yeah. so they get it, they know the numbers, and now you know the numbers while we have to make sure people are trained and we're consistent. So we mm -hmm. wanna be consistent across the board. What are some ways, so kind of combining the last three tips, what are some ways people will will say things, give me some examples of what you shouldn't say and maybe how we should say it. To do's and not, not to do's. So I've heard things all over the spectrum. I've heard people say doctor's office and that's it. So that's obviously something that you don't wanna do. You wanna say the name of your doctor or the practice name that you're with. Um, you want to make sure that you say your name as well so they know who they're speaking with. So if I'm answering, thank you for calling Super Smiles or whatever the dental office name is, this is Heather, how can I assist you? Um, another thing that I've heard people say is they'll say, thank you for calling whatever the name is, dental practice, how can I help you? But they're leaving their name out what I see a lot or I hear a lot is they'll either speak so fast and, mm -hmm. like, and I'm like, who, who did I call? Like, I don't even know it was even a dental office right. so quickly. And I tend to speak fast, you do too, but it's so, mm -hmm. so quickly. And it's like, you, you really got to slow it down and pronounce each word. Right. So, mm -hmm. so with the, the verbiage, tell us kind of like how it would sound the right way when you answer the phone. Thank you for calling the office of XYZ Dental Practice. This is Heather. How may I assist you? Or Dr. Awesome, which is one of the Dr. little plugs awesome. you like. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, it, it's slow. You're speaking, and mm -hmm. and they and they get it. And you know, we talk in the program too about mirroring and matching, and making sure that we, depending on where we are demographically, it will dictate our speed and our mm -hmm. our how we pronounce or how we are accent, but still we always want to error on the side of going a little slower so they can hear. Cause like you said, they might be in the car with kids and, mm -hmm. and also the volume you, you, you have right. to thank you for calling Dr. X, Y, Z. It's like, you gotta, they gotta hear it. Okay. Mm -hmm. Slow enough that they got all the information. Okay. So that's how we're beginning and we're upbeat and we're mm -hmm. happy. Like we want to be there. Pretend like we want to be in this office, right? Yeah. And, you're like a cheerleader for the practice. And you, and you say smile because I, when you smile, even though they can't see your face, when you smile, it will come across mm -hmm. in how you sound. Okay. Yeah. So the fourth tip is it's important that the person who answers the phone says their name. This builds rapport. It's very important. Mm -hmm. So you're saying that the person who is in, in the verbiage you're giving us, mm -hmm. uh, the reception position is saying their name as well. Yes. And a lot of times when we listen to calls, people are asking maybe the patient's name, although not, not that often either, but they're not saying their name. So for me, when I'm answering the phone and I want to let the person know that I can help them, I want them to know who they're speaking with it immediately makes a connection because sometimes patients have a tendency to commoditize an office. They look at offices, they're all the same, they do all the same thing. It's just a bunch of people that are there that they don't care about me and I don't care about them. So when I say my name is Heather and I'm happy to help you, it makes me a real person. And they can say, oh, thanks Heather. And I can say, you know, ask them their name and it, 
it makes us now we're having two people having a conversation together versus I'm just a business entity. So it sets you apart that way. That, that makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense saying your name. And then, yeah. and then we're going to, obviously it's important that we get their name as well. Mm -hmm. Because yeah. according to the research, only 1% actually asked for the patient's name. And mm -hmm. I know you're a big fan of Dale Carnegie. You read his book several times, How to Win Friends mm -hmm. and Influence People. And to yeah. him, he says, the name is the sweetest, most important sound in any, any language that the person mm -hmm. hears their name. Yes, Heather. Yes, I thank you. And you know, we want to edit, mm -hmm. it's called edification. We want to edify them. We want to mm -hmm. build them up. We're building rapport. They know our name. We know their name. We're becoming a relationship. And when your relationship, right. it's less, it's harder to commoditize you. Okay. So, and that's the advantage of why we like the mom and pop feel of, I think that can be, we want the mom and pop feel and family potential. We don't want the mom and pop systems, okay, mm -hmm. in a practice. So we want to kind of get the best of, of both worlds. Mm -hmm. So for the fifth tip is we want to listen as the patient asks their question, makes a request or states what their reason for the call is. So mm -hmm. listening is very important, right? Mm -hmm. So how how does that take place? How are we listening for those those pieces or, and how do we kind of work with that well that's something that we would call paraphrasing their initial question so if they initially called up and said i want to know the price of veneers or do you take this insurance or i'm you know potentially a new patient looking to make an appointment for a cleaning we want to circle back to that after we've greeted them and we want to acknowledge their initial question or request. So, you know, Mrs. Smith, in the beginning of our call, I heard you say that you were looking to become a new patient and schedule a cleaning. Let me ask you some more questions about that. Or it, you, do you mind if I ask you some more questions about that? So things like that, acknowledging that you heard them and not just listening, but active listening. So active listening is repeating back what they've said, nodding along, taking notes, responding to their questions with more questions, that would all be examples of active listening because there's a difference between active listening and just sitting there dead silent. We don't wanna do yeah. that. And, and that's a big problem. When you're on the phone, we tend to think that by just being silent and listening is good. That's good in person. But on right. the phone, they think that you checked out or you did something else. So they wanna hear, mm -hmm. uh-huh, yes, that's good right. when you're on the phones, so they know you're still there. And, and they can't hear of, you nodding. <laughs> exactly. And, and we're kind of getting into rapport, which is the next step of the process, mm -hmm. the recall process. Mm -hmm. So kind of, okay. So another thing mm -hmm. is for number six, if a patient does not state their name, we want to kindly ask, and who do I have the pleasure of speaking with? Mm -hmm. Right? So yeah. that's the verbiage we use there. And and I kind of we kind of touched on why it's important to get their name. You know, they they've we're building that rapport. So let me kind of move mm -hmm. to number number seven. Well, I want to reinforce oh, that one yeah. more time because I went to our son's school to mm -hmm. register him for kindergarten and the woman at the front desk, she, you know, we kind of had this just very transactional interaction together and she said, you know, let me look at your paperwork. She was being kind of, um, not firm, but just a little bit standoffish. And I said, oh, you know, what's your name? And her whole face lit up when I asked her name. 
And she said, oh, my name is Pam, because probably nobody ever asks her name and people mm -hmm. just say, fill out my forms and take care of what I need you to take care of. And it made her stop in her tracks and she smiled when she got to say her name and she felt important. So I think when we ask their name, you know, we might think that, oh, if I ask, I can't ask their name because that makes me seem like I'm being interrogative. But if we care, if we're coming from a place of I'm asking their name because I care and I want to get to know you as a person, then that's going to make them feel better. And that's going to immediately start the rapport process, having them open up, which we want them to do in the greeting phase. We're always trying to build rapport. So even though that's kind of the next letter, that's something that we want to start from the beginning. Right, rapport is throughout. It kind mm -hmm. of, the word that comes to mind is like, we're often in a trance of trying mm -hmm. to get more things done. We're not really present with what's yeah. going on. And I think when you, it's a pattern interrupt when you say, you know, what is your name or who do I have the pleasure of speaking with? That helps. And that kind mm -hmm. of also goes to number seven, which when they give the name, you kind of then reinstate, hey patient, hey name, hey Heather, how are you doing today? Yeah. Right. And as you say, that stops them in the tracks and it allows to build rapport. So you're gonna to care to comment kind of that was another tactic as well that you provide. Right. It's funny because sometimes when we're checking out at Publix or at a store and you know they kind of are doing their thing. And by the way, Publix is a trance. supermarket. So yes. those are Publix nearby your house. Yes, that's true. Really good sub. But so they're kind of in a trance when you go to the checkout and they ask, mm. how are you doing today? But mm. they're not really looking at you. They're not really paying attention. It seems more robotic. And if you say, good, how are you doing today? That, that kind of, they're like, oh, thank you for asking. Nobody ever asked me that. Mm. So I think, and I've had patients numerous times on the phone in the dental practice where you'd say, you know, hi, Heather, how, how's your day going so far? And they'd, be, they'd just like snap out of their, their thing that they're in and they'd say, oh, well, thanks for asking. It's, it's actually going really well today or it's going okay, but I have, you know, oh, I had this thing that just happened or somebody was a jerk on the, on the road. And that really makes it easy to build rapport because then they're telling you about themselves. You're getting them to open up, build that trust. And that's exactly where you want to be. Excellent. Yes, I, I agree. And those are all ways to kind of break that pattern. So number eight. Yes. We want to access the needs of the patient and rephrase what they said. This goes back to what you're saying earlier, active listening and mm -hmm. paraphrasing. Right. Yes. So as we're doing even the greeting and moving into rapport, we want to re rephrase and we want to uh, make sure we're doing that to access their needs. And number eight mm -hmm. and number nine is we want to carry out the request in a given time frame, because oftentimes when and, and I think you know we we might promise something in dental office but not get back to them or not mm -hmm. see the follow through. So tell me more about because we talked about the rephrasing and paraphrasing, active listening. But number nine, mm -hmm. the last kind of suggesting in this in this discussion mm -hmm. is the time frame. So why is that important and carrying out their request? Well, this is just giving them an, an understanding and gauging when whatever we're doing is going to get done. So if they're a new patient and they're calling to make an appointment, we're obviously going to schedule their appointment. 
we're going to go through the steps of letting them know what they need to expect when they're coming to the office. So you're gonna go through the rest of the great call process in that situation. And if you're the person that's gonna be helping them with that, then you let them know, I'm gonna be walking you through the rest of this process. Now in our great call process, sometimes you're gonna have somebody that's initially answering the phone, but then that person is gonna pass the call over to somebody else. So at that point, they would say, I'm gonna get you over to Heather. She's our new patient coordinator. She's gonna help you know, schedule you and answer the rest of your questions. If it's a billing question or an existing patient, if you're the person that's gonna be helping them with that, then you're gonna continue on with the process helping them for that. But if somebody else is gonna be helping them with that, let's say you have a billing department that you're connecting them with or an insurance department that you're connecting them with, you're gonna let them know, Heather, I'm you know, gonna put you on a brief hold if that's okay with you. If I have your permission to place you on hold, I'm gonna connect you over with Susie. Susie's in our insurance department. She's gonna take great care of you please hold for one second, and then you transfer them over. So that's essentially just letting them know what's happening with it. And if it's a question that you're busy or you can't answer it, then you say, I'm gonna take a message and when is a good time for me to call you back? We're gonna get back in touch with you before the end of the business day, or if it's something that's gonna take a day, we're gonna get back to you in 24 hours so that you give the patient an understanding of what to expect and when it's gonna be done. Yeah, and I think there are two good points here. One is that they know what to expect, of course, and that it gets mm -hmm. done. And also when we're yeah. passing people off that we're not just like, oh, here's somebody else. Like you're mm -hmm. important, um, I'm transferring you, but we're all in this together. You know, we're, we're right. gonna get you through this and I'm not just passing the mm -hmm. buck off, but that, that mm -hmm. this person's responsible, that everyone's responsible you know, or certainly the one who, who starts it, that when we are passing mm -hmm. the buck or passing the responsibility, that we mm -hmm. take responsibility and it doesn't get mm -hmm. lost because right. that is a big problem for patients. They take that as disrespectful and it's very hurtful when we don't get back to them and we don't take care of them, we don't follow through with things that breaks rapport in a very, very strong way. And you have mm -hmm. a greater chance that they're not going to stay with you. So yeah. these are ways you stand out and these are ways. So as you can see with these nine elements or, or suggestions, just a few, I mean, gosh, you go through so many, not only in your program, but all the, the great material yeah. you provide. But this is, these are ways to start this conversation, seeing why the greeting is so important. And we mm -hmm. think, oh, this was easy. Oh, I know. Do you? Well, maybe there are a lot of really smart people out there that didn't, like you, have to go through Bloomingdale's training to figure it out. But even you, right? I mean, you see that the deeper you go, the more knowledgeable you get, you see how it's so intricate. Even these mm -hmm. seemingly basic suggestions, we want to mm -hmm. talk about it. We want to apply it because you can just, you can read a book or read a blog or whatever, or hear us. That's one step, but then you got to put it into action. You have right. to practice it. And it's a big difference when you have a patient on the line, when you have somebody breathing down your neck or the doctor needs something and like, how do you, and you have a whole, you discuss this as well as how do you, you mm -hmm. balance these things. So, so it is important to greeting mm -hmm. okay? It is important phone skills. And we're just touching the surface just with greeting. So uh, mm -hmm. I want to thank everyone for joining us uh, listening you. today. And what I also want to point out is I'm big on call to action, the next step. Okay. Because just listening here is, is not enough. We want to go even deeper. So Here's a couple suggestions and I'll put some links for you where be available. One 
is you can get the Loving the Phones ebook, which is a, a short little book that Heather put together on improving your phone skills, right? So that's going to be All Star mm -hmm. D as in Dental, A as in Academy, allstarda.com slash loving dash phone. And I'll provide a link as well. And you can also join me in a wonderful webinar that I do at allstardentalpractice.com called Dental Practice Excellence. And I'm always updating this webinar. So if you've seen it before, see it again. And I go into great depth about the great call process, scheduling, and also how to implement. Because again, our dedication at All-Star Dental Academy is to provide you the best content on the planet, but also how to implement it, right? Mm -hmm. Because content without implementation, it's nice, but it doesn't get the result. Because everybody at the end of the day, what is our result? What is our outcome? That's why I challenge all of you listening. The outcome is, yes, I want more patients, but I also want happy patients. I want to be the leader in customer service. I want to have less stress and enjoy what we do. And I think that's really important. So again, Heather, thank you. And thank you. Mm -hmm. until next time, go out there and be, and be an, an all-star. All -star. Woohoo!